Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for joining me for a new video today. So my goal in this video is to share with you five tips. Now, I could have gone more than five, but I think there's something about seeing that number five, like, yeah, five tips. Give me the five tips, Ryan. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to give five tips to increase your e-commerce sales. This video is going to be broad spectrum e-commerce general tips, but it might have a little bit of a slant towards print on demand since I know a lot of you guys watching are print on demand sellers, but I'm excited. So why don't we get started? Real quick, just a reminder, I run a free weekly print-on-demand giveaway. You can enter using the link in the description. It only takes like 10 seconds to enter. The winners are announced on Sunday. Also, I've got a free print-on-demand mini course you can take advantage of down there, and I've got a great print-on-demand Facebook group if you would like to join. All right, let's get to these five top tips. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say that they are not in a specific order other than the order that they kind of popped up into my mind. And what's cool when I take, uh, I, you know, I do take one-on-one calls every now and then, and I'd speak with people of, um, you know, at different points in their e-commerce journey. I had one today that inspired this video because they were really just getting started with their uh, journey on Amazon and had a lot of questions as you would expect. And I also, in having these conversations, kind of see things from that perspective of somebody that's just starting off, which then helps me kind of do these videos from, you know, start thinking of it from that perspective because it's not easy having a YouTube channel because I know a lot of you guys are, some of you guys are beginners, some of you guys are intermediate, and some of you guys are at that expert level, right? And I mean, I I don't think we ever stop learning, but, you know, I'm trying to produce content that appeals to everybody. So um, this is going to be kind of just broad spectrum, like I said. I want it to be be useful to, you know, beginners, intermediate, and expert level. So tip number one is really just to not lose focus on, um, what, what makes or breaks our success as e-commerce sellers. All right. And like I said, I'm keeping it broad. Okay. So if this is merch, if this is KDP, if this is FBA, uh, non Amazon sales, it doesn't matter. Visibility is probably the single biggest driving factor behind whether or not we're going to be successful. Like just think about it for a second. What am I really saying there? Visibility means do customers know our product exists? Can they find it? Now, you can spend the next week or probably month researching ways to increase your visibility. One thing I'd like to challenge you to do is to make sure you don't forget to actually take action and create products that are available for sale that have some initial state of visibility. What I mean there is uh, there's in the case of like someone who wants to sell on Amazon versus someone who does sell on Amazon, right? The person who wants to sell on Amazon may spend months talking about their plan and how, you know, doing product research and doing all these things. But like the person who actually just like goes and does it, they at least have a URL that at a minimum they can copy paste to their friends and family and say, Hey, like this is my product listing on Amazon, right? Like they have something versus the other person that's got more or less nothing in the sense of they got an idea, but everybody's got ideas, right? Uh, but when you have like an, a listing on the Amazon catalog, well, we know that that means if a customer, potential customer goes to Amazon, performs a keyword search and it types in relevant keywords and you kind of, you know, I like to do air quotes and say, play the game. Like you understand how the search engine works on Amazon and you assist the search engine in understanding that, Hey, when customers type this into the search bar, my product may be relevant. 
okay, then you may assist this, the algorithm in placing your product in front of that customer that may be a good fit. Of course, there's a bunch of other factors, but it, you know, it's, it's really just playing the game, guys. And it's like, Ryan, we know all this stuff. It's obvious. But, but like sometimes we need to be reminded that like this is how it works because a lot of the people that are just getting started – like they go a week and they don't have a sale and they're like, oh, what's what's going on? I can't get a sale in a week or maybe even a month. Yeah, but like, you know, understand the whole ecosystem of what's going on here. Don't rush into things expecting overnight success because if it was that easy, man, we'd all be so rich, right? Um, but, you know, from from adding, from actually having your listing, right? Like I'm, I'm harping on something so obvious, but it's because like in your, in your head, think about it. Like it's really important. Like doing something versus doing nothing. Like if you have that listing, okay, great. Then you have good keywords. Okay, great. Uh, visibility. How else can you increase visibility? Well, you can run ads. Now, when I say run ads, we typically think of the action of setting up an ad campaign, but you don't even need to think about that. Like, what are we actually trying to achieve when we set up an ad campaign? All we're trying to do is circle back to this word right here above me, visibility. We're just trying to increase visibility because if people don't know it exists or they can't find it, like that's the worst one too. When people know something exists, but they can't find it. You know why Google is so relevant? Because it put what we were looking for right in front of us. And it did it very easily, right? Very intuitive, very user-friendly. Like, that's why Google is probably the most powerful company in the world, if we're being honest here. Um, so visibility, guys, it, it can make or break you. And while this isn't like a concrete, like actionable tip, it's just don't lose focus, don't lose perspective in general, okay? And this applies to non-e-commerce businesses. This, this applies to brick-and-mortar businesses as well. Like why do they slap, you know, billion-dollar valuations on companies like, um, Chipotle, but not local restaurants, right? It's because Chipotle has that brand, you know, recognition and also visibility. They have a bunch of locations. It's not that hard to find one, right? You go drive up the road, you'll probably pass one at some point. Okay. So visibility guys, it's important. And this is more of like a conceptual thing. Just please don't overlook the importance of the visibility of your products, which leads to understanding search engine optimization. It leads to understanding that everything we put up online gets indexed by search engines. So not only are you indexed in Amazon search, but you're also indexed in Google search. And if you run ads, things like that, you, you know, sometimes it, you have to spend money to make money. Tip number two is products and product selection. And what I really want to do is challenge you guys to think outside the box. Now, if you're just getting started and you need a quick win with your e-commerce business, it's okay to follow suit with what we know works. Like if you want to start a print on demand business, we know that t-shirts and coffee mugs are probably the, you know, safe to say the top two best selling products. So if you want to make a quick sale, your best bet is going to be, Hey, don't reinvent the wheel here. Go sell a t-shirt, right? <laughs> and go sell a coffee mug. But I also want to challenge you guys to think outside the box because there are entire businesses existing in print on demand in, in this uh, space that sell less obvious products. And you know what's great about selling less obvious products is you don't have to deal with nearly as much competition. Okay, so like I said, there's a lot of value in zigging while everybody else zags and being a little bit contrarian. You don't have to be contrarian all the time, but it can certainly help, right? Because what we're really talking about in that case is like reducing your competition as long as, you know, because competition tends to follow where the customers are, right? And so as long as there's enough customers, enough to band. Um, but, you know, this is really inspired by I recorded my Saturday video coming up this Saturday, an Etsy shop review on a shop that I thought was doing print on demand. But upon closer inspection while doing the video, I realized, oh man, they're doing digital downloads. So it's almost like it's not print on demand in that sense. It's, it's, uh, what is the word? They're doing like the, um, sublimation, the designs intended for use with sublimation printers so that people who buy their designs 
run it through their sublimation printer and create the design and like add the design to the finished product themselves. It's a really cool uh, shop review. So make sure you guys catch that one on Saturday. Really interesting one. So just when it comes to products, guys, if you want a quick win or you want to build a long-term sustainable business of recurring, you know, evergreen sales, like, hey, you know, t-shirts can work, coffee mugs can work. There isn't necessarily always a binary, like, yes, no, right, wrong answer, but utilize, like leverage the fact that when it comes to print on demand, in this case, uh, you can launch a lot of products, right? Like nothing's stopping you from launching five, 10, 15 different products. You don't have to hone in on just t-shirts, especially like I said, t-shirts, coffee mugs. Like by the way, the designs that look good on a coffee mug tend to work also on t-shirts and vice versa. So leverage that. Tip number three is that when it comes to niches and product niches, please just make sure you know what you're getting yourself into. Now, the reason I say that is because uh, with regards to selling like physical products like Amazon FBA products where you have to prepay and you've got money on the line, you've got skin in the game, you need to do a lot more research and uh, just have a lot more of an informed perspective on what you're getting yourself into because if you're selling a seasonal product but you're ordering it out of season, well, you're going to sit on that inventory most likely until the you know season comes around where it's in high demand. Like those, those are the types of things you want to avoid when you've got real skin in the game. When we're talking print on demand though, there's no monetary investment required. We're typically just talking about investing our time to create designs. So that being said, don't be afraid to experiment with various niches in print on demand, but also like know that if you're trying to sell Valentine's Day designs in March, it's going to be very hard. It's going to be an uphill battle. If you're trying to sell Valentine's Day designs two weeks before the holiday in February, well, you're going to have a much easier time. Like always keep this right perspective, um, it, you know, because I can have conversations where sometimes, you know, people want to know how to increase their sales. And, uh, you know, we ch take a look at what they've got available for sale on the catalog and they're just like, you know, related to maybe holidays that are in the past. Right. And so it's like, yeah, of course, this isn't probably this isn't likely to sell. Maybe delete that. Make room for something else. Also, if you don't want to constantly be chasing trends, you know, trends are typically an easy way of making a sale in the short term, in the near term. But you can also list a bunch of evergreen designs, build a base of products like that. Evergreen designs can sell year round. They don't have to be tied to a specific time of year. And uh, this to me is how you build like a true recurring passive income business, whether it's, you know, FBA, merch, KDP, whatever it is. But just, you know, think about what it is that we're doing while we do it, right? Like that's all. If we're chasing trends constantly, well, it's not going to be much of a passive income business. It's going to be pretty active, right? Because you're constantly going to have to keep moving. But if you are going to, like I said, do evergreens, you're going to at least have that recurring base because your evergreens can sell once a month, 10 times a month, 100 times a month, zero times a month, you know, but just be realistic about it. Tip number four is double down on what's working. Now, I don't know what this picture is behind me. I, that is what showed up in Google when I searched double down. I think that may be a KFC sandwich where instead of bread, they used chicken. But <laughs> that is not the point of this slide. It is to actually double down on what's working. I mean, this is pretty straightforward. It's pretty uh, simple. Like what I was just talking about with regards to niche selection test the waters with lots of different niches. Um, also, like, you know, you can also develop design templates that can be easily tweaked so that you can sell in different niches using the same, like, really high-quality graphics, maybe. You know, you just tweak a couple words. So in testing the waters in different niches, when you find a niche that's working, well, next time you sit down and you're doing a design session and an upload session, 
Would you rather be selling in that niche that was making you sales yesterday? Or do you want to continue guessing what may work in the future? Like, remember, data is extremely valuable. Like, if we could go get a job at Amazon and check their analytics or Google and check their analytics, we could be quite wealthy uh, probably very quickly, all right? Because we can see when there's high demand and it appears to not be being met with um, sellers, you know, with the product that people are looking for. So when you have some data that other people don't have via a sale, um, leverage that, okay? So double down. And tip number five, again, I, I tried to keep it broad here. I tried to just give some general best practices, not necessarily catering to one specific type of e-commerce guys like this could be for youtubers posting videos this could be for fba sellers it could be for shopify sellers having to drive traffic to their own website it could be for anybody guys it's all pretty good general advice and this one is occupy more online real estate make it easy for people to both find you and give you their money right and not in a bad way not robbing them right like give you their money in exchange for whatever product or service you promised the more online real estate you occupy I feel like it's fair to say the you know more space you're going to occupy on places like Google that index all of these hyperlinks, right? And Google will index a link to Amazon. It'll index a link to Etsy. It'll index a link to eBay. So why wouldn't you put... And I mean, guys, these are also like authoritative websites. So they get premium placement in Google search results because um, through you know their algorithm uses machine learning. And every time someone searches for something and clicks... You know, the Amazon link that maybe was buried underneath the Etsy and the eBay link. Well, if enough people do that and they scroll right past Etsy and eBay, Google will start to place Amazon's link higher, right? It's data. Like I said, there's so much value in the data. And when we say machine learning, it sounds like some crazy AI robot. Well, it doesn't have to be that complicated. Like it's, it could be as simple as what I just described to you. They, they know that people are scrolling past the other two links to get to the third, which is Amazon. Okay. Boost that one. Simple stuff. But tip number five is use this to your advantage, guys. It, it doesn't have to even be that hard. <laughs> like I post my uh, YouTube videos to I think like six, seven, eight different websites at a minimum, like Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, BitChute, Odyssey, Rumble, Float. I, I, po I post them in a bunch of different places. Not necessarily because I think people are going to find me there. I mean, I hope they do. But at a minimum, it's also helping me dominate search results on you know relevant keywords. Like it's one thing for me to be, let's just say I'm number one on Google. Well, why am I not number two and number three and number four, right? <laughs> Think like that. There's no reason not to, right? Like wh why not be one, two, three, and four instead of just being like, oh, I'm ranked number one. I I'm, you know, I did it. No, I want to be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. If I can, you know, push out my competition. But even if you, it doesn't have to be about you versus your competition. Like if you occupy more of the SERP, the search engine results page, you're going to get more of the clicks, Okay, sometimes it's okay to be greedy, especially when it comes to business and money, guys. Like money is money's money. You know what I mean? It's okay to be a little cutthroat. Uh, but like I said, you don't even have to think of it in like a, you know, you versus them. Like just occupy more online real estate. Try to find an edge. And you doing this when all your competition isn't doing this can be something that you can leverage as an edge. Um, and hopefully these other tips resonated with you guys. Uh, I could do like, man, I could probably talk for a long time about these like tips. And I would love to elaborate more on what some of these mean to me. Uh, but hopefully at a high level, like I don't want the video to go on forever. Hopefully some of these resonated with you guys. If you have feedback, if you have questions, um, you have your own tips that you would like to share with me. I appreciate that. So drop me a comment below, guys. Uh, as I sign off, wanted to remind you, I do have a full print on demand course that I'm constantly adding to and updated. 
Um, and you can find the link to that in the description, walking you through how I make six-figure sales every single year. Thank you for watching, guys. Please like, please subscribe, and I will see you tomorrow with a new video. Thank you.